Welcome to my podcast where I talk about all things related to money, mindset, finance, business, and investing. My name is Royston Kambabachi, qualified accountant with over 30 years' experience in finance and business. Coming from a very humble background, I have continuously challenged the assumptions and the expectations of what I'm capable of achieving for myself and others. Over the years, I've helped hundreds of entrepreneurs to decipher finance and to make more money and to run highly successful businesses. On this podcast, I will share with you tips, strategies, techniques, and tools that you can use to make more money, manage money better, and to maximize your success. In today's episode of my podcast, I want to talk about an all uh, important subject about money. Sometimes a taboo subject. Sometimes uh, when I was growing up, people actually avoid talking about money and all like uh, in my Caribbean homes, etc. Right, but money is so essential, especially you know in today's life. You know, for running a business or you know even if you're an employee, you know whatever it is, right? We just can't live without money. You know, as Zig Ziglar said, right. Money is not everything, but it's right up there with oxygen. And I would say, like, money is the lifeblood of a business. So in my last podcast, I said that accounting was a language of a business. When money is the lifeblood of a business, money is the heart of the business, you know. And that's why money flows. Money flows and money grows. And you have to know how to make your money move, right? So that's something I want to talk about in, in my podcast today. I also want to talk about this this concept of like money in the bank as well. You know, money in the bank. Money is not really in the bank. The bank moves your money around, right? And I also want to talk about uh, the, the whole concept of uh, the, the money cycle. The money cycle. The cycle of money. And before I get into this, I want to say like money has started a long time ago, right? From it is a barter up until now, which is like Bitcoin. I think money started like almost like 3,000 years ago, you know? So money has been existing for a long time, as we know, and it's a barter, it's exchange of something for something. It's actually a value, right? Money is a really an exchange of value, a promise in exchange for value, right? Somebody says it's a store of value, but uh, yeah, it can be a store of value as well, of course. So if you if you put your money into investments, and that investments is just there stagnant, effectively you 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 have stored your money up. So money can be a store of value. I, I like to see money more as, as energy. You know, something to to be utilized, something to utilize to make more something, right? So energy, like, you know, um, each dollar, each pound for me is a unit of energy, you know, and that, that, that energy should really be fluid. There are different types of money. I'm not going to go into all of those in this podcast. I'm really talking about fiduciary money, which refer to bank notes and coins and circulation in the economy. And of course, these years, we also have something called digital currency, right? And going back to the whole concept of money flows, if you understand that the word currency, the word currency came from the word currens, C-U-R-R-E-N-S, which means the flow. And therefore, it's very important that when you think about money, yeah, your mindset about money should be about something whereby money should move. Money should move and money should groove, right? You know, don't just think about saving money. You know, I remember like, yeah, in, in the olden days, and like my grandparents and stuff, they had the money in, in a little sack, you know, under the pillow or, I don't know, under the bed or wherever they put the money, you know what I mean? But um, these days, I just use my money to do different things, right? To invest in different assets, to, 
you know, obviously make sure my kids have the best education to, you know, just enjoy life, right? Um, I, I don't really store up money, you know, um, because I, I worked in banking. I worked in financial services for 19 years and I understand that this whole concept of money in the bank does not really exist, right? So let's talk about money uh, in terms of exchange for value. Now, when you want a car, you want a property, you want, a, I don't know, uh, whatever you want, you know, groceries, etc. You have to be willing to part with your money for that thing, right? And that thing, you you put a value to it, isn't it? You you when you when you buy something like, say, you go to the supermarket, right? You look around, whether it's milk, juice, bread, whatever. You think, okay, how much is that? How much is that? Okay, is, is that worth it? So, what is worth? Worth is, is is that thing deserving of your money? Are you willing to part with your money in exchange? that thing you know what i mean that's the whole concept of worth right and it's very important that even you as a business person know what your products and services are worth what value are you placing on your time what value are you placing on your products and services even as an employee you have to know what value you're placing on your products and services or well on your service right i remember in my first job in, in the city um, after I've been headhunted, after I had like three or four interviews, I'm now with the financial director and the HR director. And I'm in this interview and they asked me, how much money do you want? And I said to them that actually, yeah, I wanted like 35 grand. I was a qualified accountant. I had an idea what the, the pay was going at. What I did not know was what the job was going at. And what I did not know was exactly how much I was worth. So they came back with the offer and they offered me um, 36,000. I was like, wow, one thousand more than I asked for. What I didn't realize is that I was even 4,000 down than what the job was going for. That's why it's very important to know what you're worth. So sometimes when I, when I work with people, I work with them to say, are you pricing your products the right way? And one of my guys who I kind of follow, I model him. He said the first thing he did with people that when he worked with them, it's going it's gonna to increase their price. I think you can do that because once you know what your product or service is worth, right? And you know that you are operating in a market which, let's say, it's a niche market or you're well positioned or you know that what you're offering is value for money, then you can afford to raise the price. You can afford to do that because people will pay for value. People will pay for value. So let's talk about the cycle of money. Let's just let me give you an example of exactly what I mean by the cycle of money. So the first thing with the cycle of money is that you place a value on yourself. Yeah, what value do you place on yourself? What value do you place on your products or services? Yeah, and after that value, you basically transfer that value to others. If you're an employee, you work in a workplace, Based on the value that you give to the company, the company give you some money. Money in exchange for value. If you are a business person, uh, based on that value that basically you are transferring to someone in the product or services, therefore they give you some money, right? Obviously, in the investment world, it's a whole different kind of ball game. It's all through the price and how much the stocks are priced at, etc. And we're probably going to do that in another podcast, you know what I mean? The whole concept of price and the whole concept of how do you value an investment so it's a whole different topic to go on to right but the next thing is that once you give value to others right that immediately that value is converted to money because let's face it 
If you give products and services to someone, that person in turn gives you money. And if you give money to someone in return, you get a product or a service, right? So basically, money is used as an exchange of value. As I said earlier, it's also based on the concept of is, is this value for money? So as a business owner, you want to make sure that your products and services is value for money. As the person buying the customer, you want to make sure that you get stuff which is value for money, right? And the other thing is that money flows back to you based on the value that you exchange. So when you, ex if, if you have no money, right? If you're in business and you have no money, the way to make money in business is to think how much, how can I quickly give value to others? Or what value can I give to others? Or how can I add value to others? Yeah. I remember like when I was um, younger, in my teenage life, I'm going to college. I never had, I mean, we never had much money, you know. And there's one guy, I kind of praise him anyway, Mr. Morris. You know, um, you know, I don't know, maybe he knew me. I used to do farming, you know, my mom and stuff. You know, I was a hardworking guy. So he said to me, there was some jobs going, you know, to kind of clean up someone's yard, you know. And I used to go and clean up rich people's yard. And just for me going and cleaning up the yard, you know, sweeping the yard, lawn, mowing the yard, cutting on the bushes, you know, going and pick the cocoa. Whatever I was doing for them, they give me money because what I was doing was valuable for them. I was cleaning the places up. Matter of fact, let's take the concept of going and get the cocoa. The cocoa is on the tree. The cocoa is of value to them, but they don't, they know they're older people. They can't pick the cocoa, right? So I go, I pick the cocoa, I break the cocoa, I, I bucket up the cocoa, and sometimes I even sell the cocoa for them. And I get money for them, and then they give me money. You know, that's why money, money is the kind of thing you have to respect money, guys, yeah? And continuing with the, with the whole concept of um, money flows back to you. So the money flows back to you then you can then decide how to use that money. Whether you want to convert that money into other forms, like say like assets, you know. Um, and if you like buy a property or whatever it's, you know, um, for luxury items, or an expense, a vehicle, or whether you want to buy groceries or whatever, you want to have a nice holidays, you know what I mean? You then exchange that money um, in exchange for something, right? And that's the whole concept of how Money is a cycle. So when sometimes people say to me, like, their money is in the bank. Your money is not in the bank. What the bank does, your, the bank takes your money, package it up as loans, charge a higher interest rate to the people who are borrowing the money than they would have paid to you, and that's what gives the bank income. Of course, they have a lot of expenses, etc. So the bank then uses, I don't know, the income that they make and they reinvest the money into different, you know, um, products or services to even make money for even for themselves, you know, what I mean? like, like FX, etc. Right? I mean, when I was working, like, for example, at HSBC Bank, you know, and I was working out in uh, business finance, you know, there was so much different products and services that the bank had, you know, but it's obviously the commercial banking, the private banking, the retail banking, you know, the insurance products, you know, whatever they have. But this, I didn't even know the concept of something called bank assurance, you know what I mean? Whereby they're even insuring the people who bank with them. And that's also much that people who work with them, they can give them something, even something more valuable than just say banking with them. They can say, let me protect your money. Let me protect your life. And for that, let me take a bit of the money that you already have with me anyway, you know? This banking thing is so clever, right? Insurance as well, where I work, you know, financial services, what they do is that they take your money up front, obviously in exchange for a promise, a promise that when you die, they're going to give you X amount of money, right? 
But you might be thinking, wow, how, how does that work? They take my money, let's say they take my premium, I don't know, 10 pounds a month, you know, what is it, 120 pounds a year, you know what I mean? Um, and when you actually multiply that, I don't know, how long you're going to live, you know, 100 years or whatever that is, you know what I mean? Um, a couple of thousands, right? And then they said, oh, well, when you die, we're going we to give you 100,000. How does that work? That works because they calculate that actually they can use your money in the meantime to invest in products and services, right? And they understand the mortality rate, you know? And it's the same in business. When you make money, you have to know how to grow the money. You have to know how to use that money to leverage your money, to make more money, whether it's your marketing, whether it's your buy assets that can make you more money, whether you invest the money. So money is really something that you should see as energy. You should see money as energy. So even case you're thinking, is money really energy? Okay, think about it. If a husband, right, takes some money and he goes to buy some flowers for his wife, right? And then he has a good energy, of course, when he buys flowers for his wife, he wants to make her happy. And she comes home, he comes home, give that to her, give her a kiss. And she goes, ah, that's so sweet of you, right? Of course, that's a good energy. If you lend some money to somebody, though, and that person didn't pay you back or forcefully paid you back, they gave you back and then they give you some by some and it's just like, you know, they have a bad feelings about paying you back. That money has bad energy. So money has energy, you know, and that's why I always say to people, look after your money and your money will be looking after you. Be kind to money and money will be kind to you, right? And next thing I want to talk about is that going back to the whole concept of money is in the bank, right? Money is in the bank and versus, you know, all that kind of stuff. I've been talking to some students um, recently, some people I'm training to do like AAT, you know, my clients ask me to give them some extra training, some, some apprentices. And I was explaining to them that the money that you have in your business is a, is a debit balance, it's an asset. But to the bank, it's a liability. Because what the bank does is that the bank takes your money and turns it into an asset by lending out the money. Yeah. As I said, the bank gets their money, their, their, their money mainly from net interest income and net fee income when they charge you an overdraft. So I just want to give you some ideas about money and just talk about how money, because you know, some people think you know their money is in the bank. Your money is not in the bank. Your, your money has been used, reused, circulated. By the time you go back for the money, the bank has even given you someone else's money. You know what I mean? This is just this kind of a you know, crazy concept of how money really works and how money really flows. You know what I mean? And, you know, yeah. So if you're in business today and you're not making enough money, you're probably not giving enough value. You're probably not giving enough value. And if you're not giving enough value, you all you need to do is to look at something called your value proposition. Look at exactly, understand your customer in more detail, understand what their pains are, and just see how, for example, you can produce products and services that either alleviate the pain or increase the gain. And by doing that, you're giving them something that they need. That's something of value. And then they will give you some money. So I hope you enjoyed today's episodes. Uh, money is a very uh, deep subject. I will be talking about uh, money again because there are many different forms of money. I've just basically touched on uh, fiduciary money, but there are different forms of uh, money which I haven't spoke about today, which obviously include, you know, fiat money, uh, commercial bank money, sovereign money, you know what I mean? There's many different forms of money, as I said, or even commodity money, right? Thank you very much for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. You can find out more about me by Googling my name, Royston Cumberbatch. I'm on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can find me on YouTube as Roy Cumberbatch. And if you are listening on YouTube, please hit that uh, subscribe button. Or you can find me on my website at www.rackmac.com. That's R-A-C-M-A-C-S.com. It'd be great to hear from you. 
and do feel free to tell me about any topics you want me to cover on future episodes. Until next time, be good to yourself and others, keep positive and reaching for your financial goals. Bye-bye.